0: Glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Capps. This is the Word of God that Paul is referring to. The Word is now you. What word? The Word of Promise. The word concerning finances, the word concerning healing, the word concerning your job or whatever it is. There's a principle in here that'll cover that. And you find people sometimes saying, they're laying people off down to plant. You watch and see, I'll be the first one laid off. Well, you're working the law, all right? But you're working it in reverse. You're working it on the negative side. Why not say, thank God, I won't be laid off. Well, somebody said, what if you get laid off? Get you a better job. Be as positive about God's word in every situation as you can. Don't go by experience. Don't base your faith on other people's experience. Somebody said, well, I know Brother Doodad, and he did this, and he failed. Well, I'm sorry about Brother Doodad, but I'm not basing my faith on him. I'm basing my faith on God's word, and God's word said, then say what God's word said. Don't talk your problem, don't talk your circumstance, talk the word of God and faith will come. The righteousness which is a faith principle operates this way. Now see, we're talking about Abraham becoming fully persuaded. You can become fully persuaded in any area of your life and in any situation and concerning any promise of the word of God by applying the same thing that Abraham applied. Calling things that are not. What are you calling? I'm calling the promise. I'm saying it. My needs are met according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Well, I happen to know that the rent's due and you don't have the money. Well, I'm calling the thing that is not. That is a righteousness which is a faith principle, really, because you're calling for what you don't have. Don't call for what you do have. See, people that are always going around establishing what is. Well, it's just true. I'm just saying it like it is. Well, don't say it like it is. Say it the way the Word says it. Well, I know it, but it just doesn't look that way. It doesn't feel that way. You know, oh, we live by sight, not by faith. Getting quiet in here. I know why you're quiet, because we've all done that from time to time. But you must hear this over and over again to grasp it and to put it into operation in your life. You don't get it just because you heard it once. Go with me to Luke's gospel, the 17th chapter. Let's read from verse 5 here. And the apostles said unto the Lord, increase our faith. Now, the context of this is that Jesus said, if a brother trespass against thee seven times in one day and repent, you've got to forgive him. They said, Lord, give us more faith. <laughs> now, there's something there you need to get a hold of. You can forgive people by faith. The apostles understood that. Most of us have missed it. You know how you can forgive people by faith? Through this same principle of being fully persuaded under the law of faith. If you release faith in what you say and you say it long enough, you'll begin to believe it. You know why most people can't forgive? They say, well, I just can't forgive so and so. You just don't know what they did to me. No, I don't know what they did to you, but I know what unforgiveness will do for you. And I know why you can't forgive. The problem's one inch below your nose. It's your mouth. You've been saying that for 29 years. And you know you believed it every time you said it. Just a little stronger. Now just turn it around and say, thank God I made a decision to forgive them. I forgive them by faith. I can forgive. I forgive in the name of Jesus. Now you keep saying that, and you'll be able to forgive. You say, Well, what do you base it on? I base it on Mark eleven twenty three 23, that you can have what you say. If you believe and die not in your heart and believe what you say, and it'll come to pass. You shall have whatsoever you say. Now you won't have it just because you say it, but saying it is involved in having it. Do you understand what I'm saying? Now, notice what the Lord said concerning this request. And the Lord said, if you had faith as a grain of mustard seeds, you might say unto this sycamore tree, Be thou plucked up by the root, be thou planted in the sea, and it would obey you. Who's it going to obey? It'll obey you. Now, whether you realize it or not, the problem has been obeying you all these years. Situations and circumstances of life. Somebody said, I just don't understand how that works. It works. Because you become fully persuaded of it. When you talk your problem, you get convinced of your problem. You have faith in the problem. You pray the problem and you hear yourself praying the problem. And faith cometh by what? Hearing. And you heard the problem. Guess what you have faith in? The problem. And Jesus said all things, whatsoever you ask in prayer, believing, you shall receive. All things, whatsoever you ask in prayer, but believing. You've got to be believing. Then he said, Mark eleven twenty four. 24, after he told us the faith principle, he said, therefore, whatsoever things you desire, when you pray, when? When you pray. When you pray, believe. Believe what? Believe you receive them. What them's he talking about? Them things you prayed. <laughs> what did you pray? If you prayed the problem, you're going to have faith in them problems. Now, I know that's not good English, but it'll help you understand it. If you pray the problem, you hear the problem. When you hear the problem, faith cometh. Because, you see, faith cometh by hearing. Whether you're hearing God or whether you're hearing the devil or whether you're hearing you, pray the problem, faith is coming in whatever you're speaking. Psychologists will tell you that if a man tells a lie long enough, he'll begin to believe it. Then he'll tell it for the truth. And he really believes it because he's told it so long, he's got to believe in it. Well, if we told the truth long enough, don't you imagine we'd go to believe in it? I know you would because faith cometh by hearing. Faith cometh by hearing what the Word said. And I'll tell you, you can hear the Word and forget what it said sometimes. Sometimes you have to be reminded of what the Word said. But Paul said, the righteousness which is of faith says, the word, it's nigh me, first in my mouth and then it gets in my heart. You speak it in there. That's the way you get it down there. You've got two sets of ears, whether you noticed it or not. Not just two ears, you have two sets of ears. You have an inner ear and an outer ear. The inner ear is made up of a bone structure inside the head. I believe with all my heart, it's designed of God to pick up your voice and feed it directly into the human spirit of what the Bible calls the heart. It plants the seed there, the thing that you speak. Now, if you speak God's words, you plant the seed in your heart. Now, here he has told the apostles there, if you had faith as a seed, you would say, he's told two great faith secrets. One is, if you have faith as a seed, Faith works like a seed, and the other one is the way you plant it is by saying it. Now, you see, you don't put all the emphasis on saying, but saying is involved in it. It wouldn't work if it wasn't God's Word. It's God's Word that's full of power. It's God's Word that's full of faith. But that faith will stay in the Word of God unless you speak it. As you speak it, it gets inside you. The more you speak it, the more of it gets inside you. And it builds like a dynamo. See, it says, through His divine power He hath given unto us all things. Through God's divine power. What is God's divine power? His Word. That's His divine power. That's the way He's given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Now, when you take the word of God, the word of promise in any area, whether it's financial, healing, or social, or family, whatever, and lay hold upon it, and begin to speak it and proclaim it, you speak it and you hear it, and faith cometh, then it gets in your heart, and when it gets in your heart, out of the buns of the heart, the mouth speaketh, and it gets in your mouth, and in your heart, and in your heart, and in your mouth, and in your mouth, and in your heart, and it's a dynamo going, and you know what, it's producing faith. The divine energy of God, it's the life flow. It is the divine energy of God that causes the manifestation of those promises to come to your house. God's word is there to supply every single need. And Paul says, the righteousness which is of faith says. See, now there's people that say, well, I tell you, I just don't believe I'm going to say that. Well, then you don't have faith as a seed. He says, the righteousness which is of faith says. Now, somebody said, well, and I believe it when I see it. Well, that's not the righteousness which is of faith. The righteousness which is of faith says. The Word is nigh me. So I'll speak what the Word said." And when I speak what the Word says, it'll get in my heart. And when it gets in my heart, it'll get back in my mouth. And when it gets in my mouth, it'll get back in my heart. And you got the dynamo going. And it's producing the divine energy of God. And it's released into your spirit. And then you're going to have an explosion of the manifestation of God's power in your life situation. But you see, most people quit before they get there. The first stages of speaking what God said is doing very little to change the situation. It's changing you most of all. And it's causing faith to come. It's causing the power to build inside you to where you can believe what you're saying. I know when I started confessing some of the things that I did several years ago, I didn't believe it. But I kept saying it because God's Word said it. I didn't say it because I felt like it. I didn't say it because it looked like it. I said it because the Word said it. And when the Word said it, I said it. Faith came. And for weeks and months, it didn't look like it's changing anything. But after a few weeks... I found out it's changing me. It changed my attitude, changed my mind, changed my thinking. I got to thinking like God thinks. I got to acting like God acts. I wasn't trying to be God. I was acting like God would act in the situation that I was in. And it caused a manifestation over a period of time. But it doesn't come overnight. But hang in there. Don't give up. Because God is on your side. <laughs> Can you say amen? Praise God. I appreciate so much you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. trust you've been blessed by the Word of God. This is the last day for this offer, number 7607, six CDs for $43 plus $7 postage and handling, a total of $50, entitled Keys to Understanding the Bible. Now, we deal with several different things throughout the Scriptures that points out certain things that will help you get a grip on the things that are happening on this earth. Why is there evil on the earth? Why does God allow these things to happen on the earth, wars and all of this? Because man allowed it. God gave man dominion over this planet. He said, subdue it, have dominion over it. And you know, whatever we allow, God will allow But you see, you get over into where God said to Abraham, Go offer your son upon the mount that I will show you. Why did God ask Abraham to offer the promised child? You see, God had made a covenant with Abraham. This was the covenant of all covenants. And Abraham proved he would keep the covenant. I mean, up to giving his life if God required it. And he asked him to offer his son. Now, he didn't tell him to kill his son. He said, Offer him as a sacrifice. Was he willing to do that? When he raised the knife over his son, God, of course, stopped it and said, "Uh, There's a ram caught in the bush. And it says, Abraham rejoiced to see his day. He saw it and was glad. Talking about Jesus. Uh, Jesus quoted that in the 10th chapter of John. And he saw that Jesus was coming to be the Lamb of God that would redeem mankind, and he didn't have to offer his son as a sacrifice, and he understood that. When Abraham raised the knife over his son, God had proved to the universe that Abraham would keep the covenant even to offering his only son. As God called him his only son. He did have another son, but he was not the son of promise. That's offer number 7607. Six CDs for a total of $50. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. Until Monday, this is Charles Caps reminding you, the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus